Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Matt Gray Unleashed, sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data from prying eyes at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Uh, Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Got another bingo card this week. Had a big winner on Friday. This could happen at any time. I mean, it could happen today. I mean, this this could change your life. Yeah. If you're a winner. Yeah, because you could get a t-shirt or a mug. <laughs> I mean... I mean, that opens up a lot of doors for you. It does. So, uh, let's see. The bingo is just pinned to the top of the Twitter page? Yep, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And you can print it up there, or you can screenshot it and follow along there. But, uh, yeah, we got some good squares this week. Upper left-hand corner, Mean Streets of Helena. Uh, they've got that going for them. <laughs> Gobble up or gobble down. Does it have to be gobble? Doesn't or have to be gobble. Just be something up. We have to reference mm-hmm. up or and down. Both yes. of them, correct? Okay. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> uh, good golly. An animal video. Exponential, which is from. Increasing uh, exponentially. Top one and two percent have done exponentially better. Mm-hmm. Well, corporate profit has been up over exponentially. <laughs> profits have come up exponentially. It's going to be up exponentially. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Asinine? Keith saying, make it stop. Uh-huh. Audio clip, uh, what are we resisting? Oh, yeah, that Cody guy, right? Mm-hmm. Rat's anus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good day whenever we get a it is. rat's anus mission. Yeah, it, it is. Jeffy, think about it. Lying sack. Uh, Tito, Marlin, and Jermaine <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> Abomination. Wait, what? Corn pop? Okay. Uh, 18. 18! Helium clip. Uh, Pat sings along with bumper music. We are not a democracy. Mm, mm-hmm. Dr. Math Lathke. <laughs> uh, the mummy voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoken song lyrics. Oh, it's been a while on those. Yeah, it has. And it's on American. So there's your choices. There's your... Uh, there's what could happen this week. Sometime. Boy, and with some of the video clips we have today, the reaction to those, may, we may... Uh, we might have it. You might have a, a complete blackout of the entire bingo <laughs> game today. Ooh, there's some rough stuff. Oh, man. Uh, there's, there's also, you know, some, uh, some fun things we might be able to get to. Mm. I don't know. It's possible. We'll, we'll try to. Uh, we had a, you know, the big COVID concert over the weekend. Did you watch any of that? I the, did not. Eight hours worth. Eight hours. Huge stars performing from home. Uh, sadly, it benefited the corrupt China minion who? WHO. What? Yeah. Oh, come on. They raised, I think it was $50 million for the who. Come on now. That's really I mean, that's just. Tragic. Asinine. Well, they're going to need it because, you know. Trump is withholding money. Uh, instead, uh, was he giving it to uh, some other uh, organizations? Oh, uh, Samaritan's uh, Purse. Yeah, uh, so Trump is taking money from... I don't know that this is legal, and I didn't really do a lot of research into this, but uh, anyhow, Trump's keeping our money from the from WHO the, yeah. now. Okay. And Japan's talking about doing the same. Good. So, uh, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just they're just China minions. Why, why would we support that? So, anyway, a uh, bunch of big, big, big stars. Uh, the Rolling Stones did a split screen. 
uh, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Ron Wood, all on acoustic or electric electric guitars from their house. Now, I thought when you sent me that clip, I thought they did a good job. Yeah, they did. I don't know if anybody else did a good job, but no, I thought the Stones were good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Charlie Watts was playing air drums from his home, apparently because he doesn't have a drum kit at his house. I'm like, wait, Charlie Watts? One of the most important rock drummers <laughs> in rock history. I mean, that's what you're known for, dude. He doesn't have a drum kit at home? For I don't believe it. I, 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 I think that they was, were just screwing around. I thought they were just screwing around, too, yeah. for the bit. I They had to be, because the article I read said Charlie, Charlie Watts did the air drums because... He didn't have a drum kit at home. Shut up. I, God, he doesn't have a drum. He's a drummer. And I thought that he <laughs> was banging on a on. Home Depot bucket because the sound would have been too overpowering with the drum kit. And that could well be You're as telling well. me that could, that, be, that could be. He's saying I don't have... Oh, come on. Yeah, it can't be. I don't think it can be. That's not possible. It'd be like, you know, uh, Eric, Eric Clapton doesn't have guitars at his house. <laughs> really? <laughs> so... Just when he goes to a concert, that's the only time he plays? Huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, really weird. Yeah. Um, so, some other uh, happenings over the weekend. Donald Trump attacking Fox again and huh. Drudge. Huh. Uh, if Drudge does have a problem, and, and the president says he does now, uh, has a problem with Trump, and, and I think he does too. He's got nobody to blame but himself. He was all in on Trump during the campaign, attacking Ted Cruz and anyone else running to protect Donald Trump. So, um, you know, Matt Drudge, please, come on. Uh, he's He's gone, I guess he's gone from loving him to not liking him so much, it, it seems anyway. And we've sort of gone the other way. Um, but he once again lashed out at Fox News and it's and um, weekend host Chris Wallace in a tweet Sunday saying that the network is on a bad path after an interview with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Nervous Nancy is an inherently dumb person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so far, I mean, it's true. He's dead on so We're far. We're fact-checking this, okay. She wasted all of her time on the impeachment hoax. She will be overthrown either by inside or out, just like her last time as speaker. Mm. Wallace and at Fox News are in a bad path. Watch. <laughs> okay. great I mean, the, the, the Pelosi-Chris uh, Wallace interview was terrible, of course. Um, we've got some highlights from that. I don't know if you wanted to play it, but I, I mean, do. She gave President Trump a grade uh, while they, while being interviewed, which is rich. The president announced a plan this week to reopen the country, and you immediately criticized it. I want to put up what you said. The White House's vague and inconsistent document does nothing to make up for the president's failure to listen to the scientists and produce and distribute distribute national rapid testing. But Dr. Anthony Fauci endorsed the plan. Take a look. If these things are done correctly, what I believe they can, we will have and there will be enough tests to allow us to take this country safely through phase one. Right. Don't you believe Dr. Fauci? Yeah, well, he said if this were to be done properly, well, it hasn't been done. Uh, on March 4th, we passed our first bill, bipartisan, 
testing, testing, testing. It's over uh, six weeks since then, and it hasn't been done. So he's saying if it is done properly, we're already very late on that. But he's right. It has to be testing. It has to be tracing, contact tracing. It has to be treatment, and it has to be quarantine. It's part mm -hmm. of something mm -hmm. bigger as well to be done properly. But we're way late on it, and that is the failure. The president gets an F, a failure, uh, on the testing. No. Okay. Didn't yeah. the CDC say something about their—they uh, they messed up? Uh, they had a contamination there, and that, yes. that was why there was a delay on the tests? Okay. But yeah. that one's on Trump. All right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh, everything's on Trump, hmm. according to the Democrats. Everything. I mean, respirators are on Trump. So, like, the White House is one of our main manufacturers of respirators in the country. <laughs> it just keeps a constant supply at the White House. I, I mean, I, I know we've got an emergency stash of some of these things that was depleted, by the way, for the most part, the PPEs and, and other machinery in the last pandemic with Barack Obama. I mean, that was 2009. You only give the guy seven years to replenish the yeah, stock? Yeah, I did. I, I, I only gave him seven years. Okay. I mean, he only had seven years to replenish, and he, he didn't do it. <sighs> I didn't actually give him any of that amount of time, but he—that's the amount of time he had, and he did nothing. But it's not like there was a, like a local businessman who was ready to make tons of masks and stuff <laughs> to have at the ready. Uh, no, it is like that. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is oh, like okay. that. Uh, Pelosi had more fun stuff. Uh, I, I don't know that she understands the difference between China and Chinatown. Oh, I'm very confused by this soundbite. Thank you. If you check the record and it's current, uh, you will see that, our, that Chinatown has been a model uh, in all of this. And that's what we're <laughs> Wait, saying. What? Look to them for answers. Don't look to mm. them uh, to uh, place blame. Huh. Don't, play, don't be blaming Chinatown. Chinatown. Right? Yeah. Don't China. blame Chinatown? <laughs> that is unbelievable. Now, can we go back? Don't blame Chinatown. What was the tweet you read from the president earlier in the program? Let's just see if that holds true here. What what did Donald Trump say about Nancy Pelosi? I think uh, the first line of the tweet kind of holds true there when you're blaming Chinatown yeah. um, for our uh, virus outbreak. I, I think uh, it was something to the effect... Uh, I don't have it exactly in front of me. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> nervous Nancy is an inherently dumb person. <laughs> I mean, the president said that. It's we true. didn't say that. No, right. The president. The United, United States of America said it, so must be true. So don't blame Chinatown. <laughs> okay, they've done everything they can. Uh, that's just, I mean, I know Chinatown is probably uppermost in her mind because it's part of San Francisco. Oh, yeah, and she was there after Trump was trying to do things to, to stop the pandemic. She's just there yeah. saying, ah, come and hang out. Yeah. I I don't know. Now, obviously, We shouldn't she, cut her any slack at all. No. She never cuts anybody else no, any and, slack. No, and she's obviously... So, so in other words, to defend her there mm -hmm. is to say, no, no, she's defending China. I mean, that's the... Right. <laughs> that's the point she's right. making. She's defending China yes. and blaming Trump. Yes, she is. She's so fantastic. there's no way around that. Nope. Right? Either she's just a buffoon who doesn't know the difference between Chinatown and China, <laughs> or she's just a communist sympathizer and is defending China over the United States of America. Can both answers be right? Yes. You can. Yeah, I guess they can. 
I, I guess they can. <laughs> so we'll just go with that. The answer is all of the above. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of communist sympathizers, uh, how about what de Blasio is doing in New York right now? Taking, telling the residents of New York City to take pictures of people who are not socially distancing and then report them. Um, do we... Yeah, we got the video. Yeah. You want that video? Yeah, here's what he said. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. Thank you, everyone who's done it the right way, but we still know there's some people who need to get the message. Buttering them up a little bit. And that means sometimes making sure the enforcement is there to educate people and make clear we got to have social distancing. So now it is easier than ever when you see a crowd, when you see a line that's not distanced, when you see a supermarket that's (laughs) too crowded, anything... You can report Anything. it right away so we can get help there to fix the problem. Oh, good. And now it's as simple as taking a photo. All you got to do is take the photo and put the location with it and bang, send a photo like this, and we will make sure that enforcement comes right away. Mm. Text the photo to 311-692 and action will ensue. Oh. Enforcement will come to get the help we need. Thank or goodness. you can use the 311 app. Send that photo there, and you'll make sure immediately there's follow-up. I mean, that's amazing. Look, this is important, Here's he goes on to yeah. say. Uh, because we will find out what you are doing. Dumkoff! We have a ways of knowing you are supporting the motherland or not. Jawohl! If that's not, if that's not Nazism, take photos of people, of your neighbors of your friends, of strangers. I don't care who it is. Take pictures of strangers that you see out on the street who are too close to each other. Send them to the authorities and we'll send the police. Mm-hmm. That is craziness. So as a public service, again, if you do um, see something that needs to be brought to the attention of New York City Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio, be sure to text a photo to him at 3... 3- one one dash six nine two. Is that? I mean, you want to be helpful, right? Three one one dash six nine two. Send your photos to Mayor De Blasio. <laughs> that number again is three one one six nine two. Okay. And make sure that uh, he knows what's going on. Send your photos there. Triple eight nine hundred. I know. I'm just. Great. I'm just trying to be that's helpful great. and spread the word. Right. For Bill De Blasio. No, that's good. Three one one six nine two. Okay. So anywhere people see anything happening yeah. that's not socially distanced, you need to send it to Bill De Blasio. And maybe you don't know. It's hard right. to keep up with all these ordinances and stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. you have a question. Hey, is this good? Is this cool? Mm-hmm. Is there too many people here? Just check in. Three one one six nine two. Is this six feet? Uh, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't have a tape measure with me right now. Yeah, I think that'd be good. I think so. I think that'd we need really to good. make sure that we all are on the same page. Okay. <laughs> and we'll send it to America's mayor, Bill de Blasio. Three one one six nine two. Kyle and Josh both losing their hair. Uh, not shocking, since the dreaded male pattern baldness uh, gene ran in their families. But the way they dealt with their hair loss couldn't have been more different. Kyle kept putting it off and so kept losing his hair. On the other hand, uh, Josh actually went to Keeps 
And Keeps, of course, offers the generic versions of the two FDA-approved hair loss products on the market. The generic versions saved Josh a fortune, and all it took was a quick online consultation. He answered a few questions, he snapped a few pictures of his hair, then a doctor evaluated everything, recommended the right FDA hair loss treatment for him. Then it was shipped discreetly to his door. So he was able to hang on to his hair. And you know what? In 65% of the cases... It actually helps you grow back more hair. Just amazing. Um, Keeps let you keep your hair without leaving your couch. And to get you started, we're going to get you half off right now. Half off. Go to keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray. I like it when you sing along with the bumper music. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll try to do it more then for you. Good. Well, I think, I mean, at least for this week's purposes, I think we're good. Uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what you mean by that. What? You don't know what I mean? I don't know what you Ah, mean. You need to start the show over then. Mm. Pay closer attention. All right. I'll have to do that. Because if you miss anything on the show, you can go back and listen to the back. podcast. Right. Like maybe you're watching live Just right now. Awesome. And you're like, what are they talking about? What am I missing? Well, you can download it later. Right. Okay? You can yeah. do that. You could. <laughs> uh, this is really cool. There is an image of uh, the Matterhorn in Switzerland, and they were showing some support for the United States in our COVID 19 battle. This is really cool. I mean, this feels a little bit like. I mean, that's hard to believe that they did that. That is. I mean, Look at that. Think about how big of an image that is. That is really cool. Thank you. Wow. I don't know how they did that, but thank uh, you. I don't either, but I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's reminiscent of 9-11. Sure is. Yep. When a lot of people were supportive of us, when they felt good about us, when they felt badly for us, mm. and now they're, they're doing that again. That's really cool. I, I like that a lot. Because our our death toll is uh, over forty over forty thousand now. If you believe those numbers, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you not believe those numbers? Oh my god! Is that because in New York they're they're just uh, everybody who dies pretty much died of COVID nineteen? Right. It's New York. It's everywhere. It's where the CDC has sent to these medical professionals the the, the death certificate procedures. That I mean, did you? Hear the word COVID nineteen in right. the last week. Yeah. Uh, before you died. Okay. Well then, then then that's probably what caused it. <laughs> COVID nineteen. So I mean, whatever. Seven hundred sixty four thousand two hundred sixty five cases. Forty thousand five hundred sixty five deaths. Wow. Um, in New York, two hundred forty seven thousand two hundred fifteen. They've got over eighteen thousand dead. Again, if you believe the numbers. I mean, the numbers I think here are inflated, and I think the numbers in China are deflated. There you go. Uh, to the tenth power or more. I mean, maybe that's probably a lot more because they claimed thirty-two hundred or thirty-three hundred deaths. Then they just increased that by fifty percent. Woo! No one will notice. Whoa! <laughs> so they're around four thousand, forty-five hundred, something like that. Uh, come on, that's a it's a Nation of 1.4 billion. You can't tell me they didn't have a lot more infections than we did. And a lot more deaths than we have. Oh, yeah. And they were at the epicenter, too. Yeah. 
It's the epicenter. It's where it all began. It flared up. They didn't know anything about it at the beginning. I mean, come on. I know they clamped down, and I I know they took extreme measures because they can, because they're communist, and, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But still, you know they didn't get a grip on it. Like, they were at 82,000 infections for, I don't know, a month or more. Yeah. Well, I mean, ridiculous. But did they have a tip line where you could text photos of people violating mm-hmm. the law? I thought, uh, I don't think they did even mm-hmm. take that. They didn't, they didn't have the, the, the number 311. I, I don't think so. 692 set up <laughs> where you could just send your photos of. Uh, I, I don't think so. Huh. Yeah, I don't think so. Isn't that uh, very... That's strange. Wow. So congratulations to China. <laughs> Didn't even have to set up a... Freer than we are. Congratulations. Line. That's great. That's really great. Uh, all right. We got from uh, Biden lost thing. Biden's lost thing. Uh, Pat, got a question for you. So do you miss small talk at the register now? Yeah, do you? That's a great question. It is a good question. Do you miss small talk in this um, age of social distancing? No, I, I have to say, now that I think about it, no, I don't. No, that's one thing I don't miss from normalcy. Oh. Because I just went to a CVS, uh-huh. and I got the same crappy small talk I always get. So I've already had, I, I even get that during the, uh, during the quarantine. Because CVS is open, and that's where they do a heck of a lot of small talk, and mm-hmm. I hate it. And I just went in there the other day. I mm-hmm. had to pick up a couple, a couple of things. And not only not only did they make the usual small talk. Oh, how's your day going so far? <laughs> I don't know. We're in the middle of a global <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, how do you think it's, it's going? Are you kidding me? I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. A lot of people, 22 million people have lost their job. It's great. <laughs> what do you mean? T- let me tell you what my <laughs> options for my day are, okay? <laughs> my options are to go get gas or come in here and talk to you oh my goodness what a great day i'm having or i can sit in front of my sit my fat butt in front of my television and just binge all day just (laughs) veg out completely so those are my options for my time right now wait a minute wait a minute isn't cvs the ones with the really long receipts that stretch from here to denver Mm -hmm. okay and did they have toilet paper there don't i don't i didn't look for it okay i didn't look problem solved if you got a receipt whether you bought a pack of gum right. or 20 items, you still you do have a, some toilet paper. There you go. A little, little right. emergency Maybe roll there. Maybe a little there. scratchy there, but... Uh, <laughs> Desperate times, Pat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and they did. They also did something they don't normally do. They did the... Uh, do you have the CVS card? Which, no, I don't. <sighs> but they've gone one step further now. Give me your phone number. What's your phone number? Which I refuse to give them. What do you mean you refuse to give them? I'm not going to give them my phone number. Uh, hello. I learned a tip on the Pat Gray show. I know. I know. yes, the eight six seven five three zero nine. Did you not use that? <laughs> I didn't use. I it. have used that I didn't. In so many. I places. was so pissed off that they asked me for my phone number. I just oh, said, you got flustered. No, I'm not giving you my phone number. <laughs> and she was pissed. Uh, but I thought, so what? I oh. I don't. I'm sorry. You forced me to be rude because you're asking me to give you something that's none of your freaking business. Okay, and that you don't need. I'm paying for the items I just presented to you. You don't need my phone number. What are you going to call me and ask me how my items worked out for me later on? (laughs) I don't want you to. And I don't want you to track me. I don't want you to know every purchase I've made. So, no, you can't have my phone number. 
remember how this segment started? Mm-hmm. Hey, Pat, do you miss the social distancing of the uh, of the cash register <laughs> and uh, dealing with the cashiers that ask you how your day is? And my answer was no, right? <laughs> right. So now you understand why. <laughs> It, it pisses me off that interaction. So you didn't save your ten cents um, at the register? No, I didn't. By not giving them your phone number, I did hey, not. Uh, life's a series yeah. of trade-offs, and that's, I see that's right. What happened there? Uh, so we got an image from uh, Pathead David Johnson from the last big pandemic. Yeah, this is stunning. You know, because the image they don't want you to see. Right, because we've talked about five G and people thinking maybe that's part of the coronavirus stuff. All right. Well, look at this. There's a 1G cell tower during the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918. <laughs> the image they don't want you to see. <laughs> and there we the go. The 1G cell tower. I think it's pretty obvious what happened there. Uh, it killed the people killed who them. were... Yeah. yeah. Killed them dead. Killed them dead. So. <sighs> All right. Well, mystery solved. In 100 years, I guess people will be joking about this pandemic too, right? They yeah. won't. They, it'll be not too soon by then. Uh, right now, it's too soon. Oh, okay. NFL draft, though, Thursday night. Yes. Teams will be drafting from their homes. <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah, it's weird. So they're not even going to the they're not even going to the stadium. They're doing it at, at their house. Yeah, I want to see Jerry Jones in like sweatpants <clears throat> and like a pit stained shirt. Yeah, that'd be oh, awesome. I'm sure that's what he'll be wearing. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, that's Jerry's style right there. It is. Uh, you know what was cool about the about the concert, the big eight-hour concert they did over the weekend, is that you got to see all these stars at their mansions, which is kind of cool. You got to you got to look inside their house, and there were some interesting things going on inside their homes. First of all, many of them were in magnificent mansions, and you could tell because expansive, beautiful, high-end furnishings and. Uh, uh, equipment. John Legend did a uh, did a song with Sam S- Smith. Is it Sam Smith? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. John Legend and Sam Smith did a did a, a split screen thing, and Legend's home looked like wow. That's that's nice. That guy's made some cash mm. in his time. Plus, his his wife Chrissy Teigen is also a world class model. So I'm sure they've got. They don't wonder where their next meal is going to come from. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you could tell by by their house. I'm Any, fascinated anyway. by by the ability for these musicians to play at the same time as another musician or seeing it. I think it's really cool. It yeah, is, yeah, it's, it's impressive. Yeah, it is, uh, especially when they're just linked up via satellite or or whatever and Zoom. Uh, and Zoom. So I guess there's no <clears throat> there's no there must not be any uh, digital lag like there is. Like Glenn is at home, and he's 25 miles from here, and there's about a second and a half delay between talking to him here at the studio and when he can hear us back at his house. Hmm. I don't know how they overcome that in the uh, unless they've got far better equipment than we do. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, and because I, how would you do that on a delay? I I don't know. Uh, anyway. Quarterback Joe Burrow, who led the LSU Tigers to the national championship, is believed to be the uh, number one overall pick this Thursday by the Cincinnati Bengals, also a type of Tiger, obviously. So with that in mind, uh, this meme is making the rounds. Joe Burrow played for the LSU Tigers and will likely be drafted by the Bengals. 
He's destined to be nicknamed Joe Exotic the Tiger King. That That's wild, man. What timing. It's in pop culture, the Tiger King. Mm-hmm. His name is Joe, you know, in both of them. Right. Tiger, yeah, the Tiger. The tigers I mean, and the Bengals. Why don't we just we can drop the exotic. <laughs> we just call him the Tiger King. Yeah. You know, but Joe uh, the Tiger King. Yeah. So he'll likely be number one. Uh, Almost for sure. Thursday night. Almost for sure. Cannot wait. And again, uh, there's a bunch of NFL executives at their homes. Yeah, wearing pit stain t shirts. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Munching on Doritos, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe some uh, pork rinds. (laughs) Jerry Jones have some pork rinds. Totally. (laughs) You think Belichick will be in his uh, hoodie like like normal? Yeah, I'm sure he will be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of anxious to see what it looks like because it's going to be pretty weird. And then do they just call uh, Roger Goodell and he announces it at his house? Is that how it works? We see the, Mm. we see the, the, Team members, yeah, I don't know. the management for the team, they must call it into Goodell, and then he announces it. I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's uh, <clears throat> like I said, it's probably going to be like Zoom, right? You know. Yeah. Um, we know that engineers have been out at all thirty-two um, teams' homes. They allowed engineers to right. go to the homes. Right. Did they bring wallpaper with them? Like, is it going to be like the the Bengals backdrop for their number one pick or something? Or are we just going to all have to like? Is it just going to be a logo on the screen? I'm telling you. I'm anxious to see. Somebody's internet connection's going to drop. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like your fantasy football draft, Roger, who every year their internet goes out and they have to pick up the phone. It's going to be the Lions. They're going to have to call it in instead of using the internet like everybody else. I hope so. That would be fun. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. All right. 888 More Pack Grand Leash coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It seems like there's a new element to this disease every day. Jeez. Foot fungus may also be an early sign of COVID-19. Foot fungus? Really? Oh, wow. So I may people may have had this a long time ago if you develop foot fungus. What if you go to the doctor and you're like, Doc, I need to be tested for COVID-19. Yeah, I've got foot fungus. Why? Yeah, I've got uh, heartbreak of psoriasis. I have uh, a rash. They did say over the weekend a rash uh-huh. might be a sign that you have COVID nineteen. And then the doctor a rash. Like, nope, nope. You you just need to take better care of your uh, hygiene. <laughs> yeah. Is the problem, man? So get out of here. So I don't know if they're testing you if you have a rash or you st- or you still have to have the fever, which I guess I would guess you do, but. Uh, just a lot of weird, weird symptoms that they're coming up with now. Everything means COVID-19 now. And I, I don't know if that's another effort to blame every disease that people have. on It's COVID-19 so they can inflate the numbers some more. So if you have athlete's foot mm-hmm. and then, That's an early sign of COVID-19. Right, but then you go and get an auto accident and die from that. That's an obvious sign gonna, of COVID-19. You're going to check the, the COVID-19, yeah, COVID-19 death box because look, look. Look, he had athlete's foot. Yeah, a clear sign of COVID-19. And it probably that's probably why he hit the gas yeah. instead of the brake. He was scratching that that rash on his foot <laughs> and swerved into that. So it was obviously COVID nineteen that killed him. <laughs> that's where we're at. Ridiculous. All right. Uh, interesting little get together on Bill Maher's show over the weekend. 
Uh, Dan Crenshaw stopped by to discuss Trump. Oh, I know that guy. And the virus timeline. Uh, here's, here's what happened. Because he was warned. This Pres- did not have to happen. President Trump. Uh, Alex Azar, his, his health and human services guy, January 18th, he warned him about this. And again, on January 30th, <laughs> Trump said he was being an alarmist. Peter Navarro, somebody else who talks to Trump a lot, Pause told for him a directly January. It is interesting that they're all doing this from home. All the late night guys are doing it from home. You can't go into the studio like we have. I mean, they, they're um, essential personnel, right? Right. They're more essential than we are with their big TV stations and TV networks and whatnot and so forth. But they're at home. Why don't you go into the studio? Right, because you're on a stage, right? right? You could just be sitting up there uh-huh. by yourself. Yes. You could easily socially distance from the, anybody else who's there. We do. <sighs> All right. Anyway, let's see the rest 29th, of this. 29th, you got to get ahead of this. February two days 10th. Later, he, two days later, he implemented a restrictive tri- tra- travel ban from China, which he was widely criticized no, for. I, you know, that same well, day on January 31st. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi proposed the No Ban Act, which would be congressional limitation on what President Trump's actually able to do with that <laughs> with that travel restriction. Okay, but that tra- I mean, he lies about that. He first of all, well, he how didn't. How does he lie about it? What do, he, what do you mean? He said he stopped people coming in from China. He did not. He said he was ahead of it. 43 countries did it before we did. There are still people coming in from China. He only stopped yeah. foreign nationals. Yeah, okay, let, let, let me address that because I, I know that's that's what people are saying right now. But the reality is that yeah, was about 40,000 people came in after that. These are U.S. citizens and green card holders and passport holders being repatriated. <laughs> U.S. Nice. citizens. Uh, so you have to make brilliant. the argument then that that we shouldn't allow them in. And I mean, it, it sounds to me like you're fully agreeing with President Trump on this when everybody else disagreed with him. And, no, and if I, you're saying that you wish that, that that travel restriction had been more extreme, OK, fine. I well, mean, I, I, you apparently had the foresight back then, but when nobody else did. But the fact okay. is, you okay. know, we, if Joe Biden was in charge at that moment, he's already said he wouldn't have done it. He criticized it as, at the time. Pause for Nancy a second. Pelosi, I, <laughs> this is this is an ass kicking like oh. I have rarely seen on <laughs> and, television. And it's only beginning. <laughs> this is a stinking bloodbath already. Dan Crenshaw, <laughs> say what you will about his voting record, which is what, 70% with the National Review or I don't know, one of the conservative groups gave him a 70% rating. That's because he's voting for these uh, these these Trump um, stimulus money. packages and, and all of that. Um but this guy is fantastic. He's smart. He's well-spoken. He knows the issues uh, like crazy. And he stays calm. Stays super calm. And that, man, that's a key to winning any argument. If, if this was Dan Crenshaw yelling at the top of his lungs, y- you lose. Yeah. Because Bill Maher knows that if he can get his, his guest to go crazy, they just then look bad. he's going to win. It yeah, doesn't matter what bad. you're saying. If you look right. bad, it's irrelevant. <laughs> He looks fantastic. All right, let's see the rest of this. Time. Nancy Pelosi actually proposed legislation to to stop it. Okay, but people are are still coming in from from China. It wasn't just foreign nationals, but let's get off that. Let me just go back to the timeline for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, let me get off that because my butt hurts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just got such a serious beating from you that I can't can't even see straight, so... (laughs) Let me see if I can find another question here that I can win on. And then I need to do the rest of the interview standing up. <laughs> Has Trump been too optimistic? That's what we'll go with now. Aha, here we go. 
It wasn't just foreign nationals, but let's get off that. Let me just go back no, he, to the timeline for a minute. He said it was American uh, February citizens. 10th, after these warnings, uh, he says it's going to go away in April with the heat uh, because he had a hunch. Uh, February 25th, he goes to India. This is four days after the White House Coronavirus Task Force said we're going to have to lock down the country. And Dr. Nancy Messonnier, who's uh, in charge of the Center for Immunization so, and Res Respiratory Diseases. Wait a second, let me just finish. She announced this on the 26th, uh, he, uh, on the 25th, that we we're gonna have to lock down the country. He said the next day, 15 people have it, and it's soon going to be close to zero. March 6th, he said anyone who wants a test can get it, which is still completely- Let me stick to February. Completely wrong. Go forward, because you I, mentioned February 25th. The day before, February 24th, that's when the administration requested two and a half billion dollars from Congress to fulfill, um, you know, CDC, NIH uh, and FDA funding to combat the virus and, and the potential spread of it. What happened right then? I'll tell you because I was in Congress and I know what happened. Did we vote on a supplemental funding bill? No. Did we wait days to vote? No, still didn't vote on it. You know what we voted on later that week? Nancy Pelosi, the only thing she would put on the floor to vote on was a bill to ban flavored tobacco. <laughs> that's that's what actually happened. It wow. was it was only a week later that we actually voted on wow. supplemental funding that the administration requested. Your criticism appears to be based in one thing that Trump was overly optimistic. That's his style. You know, again, I, you can criticize it. That's fine. But it doesn't. But it's not oh. connected to the actions that were actually taken, because if I back up even further, you know, February 14th, CDC announces ongoing work with five laboratories to perform community-based influenza surveillance and study the spread of the virus. We're, we're trying. We're in a fact-finding mode in February. People forget this. We were you keep calling February this lost month. The world but it's really not. There's just smart. It, that's an easy and cheap accusation because there's no big bold moves taken like there was in January or like there was in March. But the reality is, our government was working to create that test. Now, did they work as fast as we would have liked? And of course not. And there's a lot of reasons for that, which I, I'm happy to go into. By March 3rd, there was only 102 cases in the United States. And yet I'm hearing criticism that we should have been locked down weeks earlier. <laughs> but would, would you think the American people would have accepted that so with only great. 100 cases in it's the United true. States? Italy didn't lock down until March 10th. Mm. Spain, not until March 14th. UK, not until later in March. Places like Sweden's never locked down. And so I, I just I, I provide all of that That's context great. as we try to basically accuse this man of mm -hmm. of, uh, of doing nothing, being accused of having blood on his hands. And, and context is so important here. Wow. I mean, how do you even you might as well just shut off the show at this point. Yeah. Cause... Yeah. And, and Bill Maher is like, well, you are a Navy SEAL. I mean, how would you like to be serving with someone who basically is optimistic and, and you know, and, and, and Crenshaw is like, I don't know. I mean, like when you're serving and you're under fire, you want someone who stays calm and mm -hmm. measured and doesn't, you know, yeah. have these wild vacillations with everything. So, And that is true. I remember talking about that in a, in a country of 350 million people. We had, you know, 80 people who had the disease or whatever it was, all through February. In February, it was much less than that. Mm -hmm. It was like 12 in the beginning of February. And then it was 15, and then it was 23. And eventually, on March, what did he say, March 2nd? It March was 100? Yeah. It was 103 or whatever? 102 on March 3rd, I believe. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. That's, you don't shut down the country for 103 people with a disease. <laughs> 
I, I mean, Crenshaw's right. Would the American people have accepted that? No. Now, at this point in the interview, uh, Bill Maher has only used half of his allotted time that Dan Crenshaw is scheduled to be. So, um, he, he instead of cutting him loose, he, he kept going. Uh, he kept the conversation going, uh, much to uh, much to the uh, detriment of Mr. Maher. Watch this. There was a six-hour line to vote a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. it, it does look like the Republican Party doesn't want people to vote, Six especially mail-in vote. Shut and there's going to be people this, now who are... This. Missing from this uh, lead-in was, um, he's talking about Houston a few weeks ago when we had uh -huh. our primaries. Uh, there was a six-hour wait at some locations in Houston. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now that Bill Maher has officially had his butt kicked on the coronavirus stuff, now, now he's we're like, switching now, to... now the GOP doesn't want people to vote. Here's how. Because mm -hmm. look at Texas, you make people wait six hours to vote. So, no, continue, sorry. The polls because of this disease. Yeah. Um, so where, explain, where do you stand on that? I'm oh, sorry. Go do ahead. you think Republicans are trying to stop people from voting? Do you really want to, wouldn't you rather lose <laughs> yes. an yes, election than live in a country where we're not really getting our franchise? So the, the lines in, in Houston here and those big six hour waits you saw, uh, Republicans aren't in charge of those elections. Uh, we, the, the Democrats are in charge of our county elections here. They, they run that. The county clerk is a Democrat, uh, recently won. That's, that's why they're in charge. Um, they've taken full responsibility for those lines because basically what happened is a lot of machines went down and that's what caused the lines. There isn't. So first of all, it's not Republicans, it's Democrats in these urban areas that actually run the, the election system. <laughs> Thank you. And second, there was no ill intent, even I don't think ill intent from Democrats either. There was mistakes made. Um, in Texas, you have two weeks to early vote from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for two weeks straight. You can go anywhere in the county and cast your mm -hmm. vote. Uh, you don't have to vote on Election Day. If you're elderly or, or sick and disabled, you can vote in by mail. No, it's not the case that, that we don't want people to vote. That, and of course, that's always the accusation. But it's not really based in evidence. You know, mail-in ballots do have, you know, there's there's a break of custody of a vote there. there there's if, if it's not fraudulent, there's at least the possibility for mistakes to be made. And we see that often. Jeez. You know, I, I, I read an op-ed recently from a former uh, Texas member who was going door to door based on voter registration, just knocking on doors and would find, you know, a group of non-U.S. citizens. But they're registered there. Or, or a empty lot, but it's registered. So if you start mailing all of these types of places ballots, well then, you know, it, it's not ill intent, uh -huh. but there's the possibility for a lot of bad things to happen. And so the question we have to ask ourselves, do we really want to, especially from a national level, try to revamp our entire election system and, and with the potential for all these problems? Um, and, and for what exactly? And so I don't know if your question is related to COVID-19 well, or just elections in general. But. Well, everything's related to that these days. And there, of course, <laughs> is a lot to be said about your answer, which is a terrific answer from a, a press spokesman for that cause. But I don't have time to do it now. Yeah, because oh, you can't do it shoot. now, please. You can't I do it now or time. ever. I don't have time. I don't have time. I just ran out of time. That's you why we're not covering all of that. Gave me the butt kicking of a lifetime. Of a lifetime. Uh, I mean, that is unbelievable. There was no oxygen in that room for Bill Maher. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. Dan Crenshaw, just so logical, so yeah. reasoned, uh, so knowledgeable mm -hmm. how would you even you you can't he couldn't uh, d uh, bill maher couldn't come back with anything he had mm -hmm. nothing he had nothing <sighs> because he just stomped down 
every single argument. I honestly don't care the order, but in 2024, wow. I'd like to see yes. uh, Nikki Haley and yes. Dan Crenshaw either way. Or, I don't care. or uh, uh, Christy Nome. Mm. Christy Nome's great, too. Yep. Uh, but Dan Crenshaw, I think, I, I think we're, we're onto something here with him. If he would just be a little more uh, conservative in his spending habits, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he's been caught up in, oh, we have to do this because, you know, COVID-19. So he's, I'm sure everybody's been, well, everybody has been caught up in that. Look at, nobody, nobody wants to say, hey, we don't need $6 trillion worth of spending right now. When is the last time you've seen an interview on, on the host show go that poorly for them? Where he was dominated that badly? Just Oh, man. That's, that was ugly <laughs> That was for a him. thing of beauty right there. Yeah, it was great. Um, all right. So this does not qualify as an animal video because this would be way too easy. Okay. But good. we do have a, a video of dogs eating cauliflower here <laughs> uh, for some reason. You see, you think that is ridiculous. We got the uh, dogs eating the cauliflower. So look at somebody this. drops it. Oh, no. Okay. Look no, they're not even. Lined up look at the window. What are those okay, huskies? But, uh, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Husky puppies. Man, those oh, are good-looking dogs. They love the cauliflower. Look at that guy cutting line. What a jerk! <laughs> what a jerk! Why would dogs uh-huh. eat cauliflower? I mean, are they starving? Oh, oh look at that! And there's a little cutie uh, pie. Okay, goes away with the cauliflower. Must be, they must be trainers. I bet those huskies huh. were. Those were probably purebreds. I mean, I can't <clears throat> understand why a dog would eat vegetables. Mine doesn't. If we drop something on the floor that's a vegetable, like a carrot or cauliflower or broccoli, mm-hmm. she'll walk over and sniff it, and she's out of there. <laughs> like, what are you, no, thank trying you. Trying to kill me? What are you no, doing? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but she absolutely loves Rough Greens Vita Smart, uh, and she gobbles it up. She <laughs> loves it. I mean, uh, and, you know, the great thing about it is it comes with the prebiotics and the enzymes and the vitamins and all that healthy microbacteria because in her food, it's all cooked out of that. It's all burned right out and killed. So that's why that's why I love Rough Greens Vitasmart that and she loves her food now. You just take a scoop of it and you sprinkle it in, mix it into the dog food, and they absolutely love it. Doesn't matter what kind of dog food you feed them. This makes your dog's food better. Take the Rough Greens 14-Day Jumpstart Challenge today. Just $14.95. See the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. You want to see your dog thrive again? Just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Brian Moore cures cancer. Oh, report. Trump cures cancer. Response? Pelosi says not quick enough. <laughs> That's about right. That's for sure. Bronco Nagurski fan club. We should all start inundating that system with photos of cats and dogs. What? Well, I'm sorry. What was that system? 311692? Uh, three, yeah, be sure to text pictures of cats yeah. and dogs congregating together. 311692. Okay. Uh, from uh, J.E. Barton. You know what the best part of the concert was this weekend? Not watching a second of it. <laughs> All right. I'm in that boat, too. Yeah. Uh. All right. 888 More Pack Grand Leashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. 
888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Rants Out Loud tweets, can't wait to see Jerry Jones picking players in his house in front of an unkept bed. <laughs> Lone Wolf, uh, breaking news, April 15th, 1865. Mm. While attending a play at Ford's Theater, President Abraham Lincoln was shot by John Wilkes Booth. He later died due to complications from the coronavirus. Oh, no. Is that what it was? Yep. Yep. They're finding that this was around a lot earlier than we thought. <laughs> a lot earlier. A lot earlier than we wow. thought. Yeah. Yeah. The Wuhan Health Organization tweets, this person had 10 fingers. That's a condition that has existed in a majority of cases. So we're declaring it a symptom. Anyone who dies with 10 fingers is now a COVID death. Non-debatable. <laughs> so great. Good stuff. That's really good stuff. <clears throat> From Bill Maher, President Trump, why weren't you putting Chinese kids in cages? Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's about it. That's a pretty much the argument. China virus tweets, uh, Dan Crenshaw flattened the curve of partisan stupidity in six minutes. He did. Shall not be infringed. If the New York Times ran an article of the Mar Crenshaw interview, the headline would read, Pirate Attacks Defenseless Elderly Moron. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Keystone Pig tweets. Good Lord, Bill. Uh, Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> absolutely owned and embarrassed you on your own show. And all you had to say was, yeah, well... You're a poo-poo head. <laughs> That's basically how it ended. That's about it. Uh, yeah, well, I don't have time. Otherwise, I'd destroy you yeah. right now. But I'm all out of time, Got so commercials I to play. Otherwise, I would hand it to you, sir. He had commercials to play on, isn't it Showtime? Or, no, it's HBO, right? I got commercials to play on HBO. Yeah. I'm all out of time. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. But, but Bill, no, hold it. That's <laughs> not quite the model your network uh, uses. Yeah, whatever. I'm out of time. <laughs> you know who would really run this thing well is Joe Biden, because the guy is as sharp as a tack, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> he's showing his mental acuity every single day now. Every day. Uh, here he is on um, on CNN. Looks like Anderson Cooper and yeah. some other guy in the middle, and then uh, Joe Biden on the right hand yeah, side in front of his bookcase at home because that's where he that's where he's quarantined right now. Uh, I think he should stop talking to people from in, in front of his bookcase at home. He does nothing but screw up badly there. Oh. Really, really bad. I it, it might be a really good time for him to just be quiet, but he wasn't. Um, you know, there's a, uh, during World War II, uh, you know, where Roosevelt came up with a thing, uh, that, uh, you know, was totally different than mm -hmm. a, than the, the, it's called, the, he called it the, you know, the, the World War II. He had the world, the, the mm. war production board. The <laughs> he got there. He got there. <laughs> All right. I don't even know if that's what it was called, but he got somewhere. Production board. Hey, Rob, are you able to to just grab any anywhere in that video? Just the look on Anderson Cooper and Sanjay Gupta's face, their faces while he's struggling. They hold the same look for twenty seconds, and they're just like, "Where is he going? And what is the man saying?" Look, I mean, Cooper does that look quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, Gupta's like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I'd like to talk to Gupta about that and and say, look, you're a doctor. Um, is there something going on here with Joe Biden? Yeah, come on. Mm. I mean, the guy can't express himself anymore. 
Most of the time. I mean, there's a few times when he can get through a sentence or a thought, but it's pretty rare. Uh, most of the time, it's that. It's what we just saw, and it's really uh, troubling, really troubling that that guy could become the next president of the United States. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, in an Indonesian village, they're using ghosts for distancing patrols. <laughs> for what? A village in Indonesia has reportedly taken to using volunteers dressed as ghosts to try to scare people into social distancing over the coronavirus. Look at that. Those like straight jackets. That's not like dressed up like as a ghost on Halloween. Is that really going to scare people? I know. Is it, I, uh, maybe. What is... <laughs> maybe. What? Uh, they started de- deploying these people uh, at night last month. Uh-huh. In folklore in Indonesia, okay. ghostly figures are known as pokong, and they're said to represent the trapped souls of the dead. Okay. So. I mean, whatever works for your country. I mean, I guess in, uh, where is that, Indonesia? Yep. So I guess what works over there is dressing up people in straight jackets mm-hmm. and making it look like they have the mumps? I mean, <laughs> look at that picture again, if we've got that. I mean, what's going on with the head? Like, what is, what's happening here? I don't know. That's a strange. Uh, yeah, that is. That's a weird. And they're not even. Look at that. They're not even six feet apart, Pat. They're supposed to set an example or, or scare you into. I don't. Okay. It needs to be a bigger bench. That's for sure. We we need a bigger bench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Doctor Phil ran into a little trouble late late last week. Um. And man, is he getting pummeled for it. Uh, here's what he said on Laura Ingram's show last week. 250 people a year die from poverty. And the poverty line is getting such that more and more people are going to fall below that because the economy is crashing around us. And they're doing that because people are dying from the coronavirus. I get that. But look, the fact of the matter is we have people dying. 45,000 people a year die from automobile accidents, 480,000 from cigarettes, 360,000 a year from swimming pools. But we don't shut the country down for that. But yet we're doing it for this. And the fallout is going to last for years because people's lives are being destroyed and okay the numbers there were correct except for oh. 360,000 people dying in pool deaths okay so people latched onto that and they beat him senseless over it we, we 360,000 people die in pool deaths and we don't shut the country down over that well it's actually 3,600 people that that drown every year in a pool death. If it were 360,000 people in pool deaths, we might shut the country down over that. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least close the swimming pools down over that. You know, if 360,000 people are dying in pools, I say we close the pools. (laughs) Well, either that or have the government step in and pay for (laughs) swim lessons at the YMCA for everybody. Swim lessons, (laughs) lifeguard, maybe we do something extra there at the pool. We don't don't let the pool. (laughs) All right, so look, you can have a pool, but it can't be deeper than three feet. Three feet. You see his point, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're we're not shutting the country down over 480,000 people dying from uh, cigarette smoking every year. It's interesting, too, that Dr. Phil is suddenly the biggest moron in the world because 
as they were saying on Twitter, he's not a doctor. He's not licensed in any state because he dared say that maybe we've gone too far here. But Bill Nye, the science guy, every single non-scientific word he pukes out of his mouth about global warming (laughs) is gospel to them. Nobody yells, hey, he's not a real scientist. Let's stop listening to Bill Nye, the science guy, who's not a science guy. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they, they don't care. What did Doc Thompson used to refer to him as? Uh, Bill Nye, the guy. Because <laughs> that's really, that's all he there's is. there's no science He's there. He's no scientist, man. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's agonizing. It's a crazy world who we listen to. 888 also, Andrew Cuomo, I think the love affair between Cuomo and Trump is pretty much over. That seems to have worked itself through, and they're not really together anymore. It's run its course. Yeah, they're socially distanced now. <laughs> we thought they were an uh, odd couple. Yeah, they, they were. They proved us right. I mean, Cuomo at the beginning was saying Trump has done everything we asked him to do. He's been there the whole time. He, he reacts quickly to our requests. He's been great. And that, I mean, that was about it. Well, now that that's not exactly what he's saying. Here's what he's saying instead last Friday. The president is also watching this press conference. He tweeted 13 minutes ago, quote, Governor Cuomo should spend more time doing and less time complaining. First of all, <laughs> if he's sitting home watching TV, maybe he should get up and go to work, right? He wants to say, well, I did enough. Oh, my. Yeah, none of us have done enough. We haven't because it's not over. So, uh-huh. yes, thank you for the Javits. Thank you for the U.S. Navy ship Comfort. But okay. it's not over. We have a lot more to do. And no one can take the posture, well, just say thank you for what I've done, and I'm now out. I'm not doing anything else. I've done my part. He's doing nothing. He said it's up to the states. It's up to the governors, which is what it always was because it's always been the governor's power. And then he says, there's a 50-piece puzzle. Oh, no, no, that's called the map of the United States. It's not a puzzle. Uh, And those lines are called states. And those states have constitutional power. So introduction to constitutional theory and policy. The states have the power to open. The states are opening on their own timelines. Mm-hmm. We're trying to coordinate with our neighboring states. Western states are coordinating. Middle states are coordinating. All he's doing is uh, walking in front of the parade, but he has nothing to do with the timing of the parade, right? The governors are going to open when they think they should open. All I'm saying is there's two things they need help from. They need help from the federal government, two things. Mm-hmm. Help on testing, because states can't do that, and I don't want to redo the mayhem whoa, whoa, whoa. of the PP debacle. Second point, we need funding to do it. How many times do you want me to say thank you? But I'm saying thank you for doing your job. <laughs> this was your role as president. I don't, you know, I don't know why his approval rating is so high. He's got. He's got the worst situation in America right? in his state. I mean, 247,000 people are infected in his state. 18,298 
Almost half of the deaths in this country are in New York. Almost half. Yeah, I mean, especially when you look at something like compare New York with Texas. Which has a much bigger population than New York. New York's at about 20, 21,000, 21 million people. We have 28 million people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're about to reopen this week. Yeah. yeah. And to a certain extent. Yeah, to a certain extent. It's going to start this week. We're not coordinating with other states because, see, we're... We're Texas. We're, we're Texas. That's right. That's we're, we're Texas. <laughs> but I, I love the um, the comparison uh, between the numbers in New York and the numbers in Texas. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, Texas. Oh, 29 million. I'm sorry. Uh, 29 million, but only 17,000 coronavirus cases. By comparison, New York City has 8 million residents and 120,000 cases. Now, there are some inherent... Mm-hmm. reasons for that new york is built on top of each other we're spread out yeah in a law lo- uh, over a long big wide area and here. i think uh, another distinction would be that um our governor is awesome and their governor sucks is horrific yes but you know again <laughs> just to give them some credit they've got the subway system that people are reliant on we mm-hmm. don't have that i mean nobody gets on dart here Plus, it's not underground, so it's a little bit different. That is a good idea. Maybe I should start mm-hmm. taking Dart everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because oh, you'd be all alone. I'd, I would be social be distancing all alone. and taking mass transit. <laughs> yes. I mean, isn't that a liberal's dream right now? Yes, it is. <laughs> so here in uh, Texas, the state parks will reopen today. Mm-hmm. Retailers can reopen by Friday. So I guess that's like clothing stores yeah it's weird though i said again do business at the curb i don't quite understand that because even a lot of these places are open anyhow retailers will only be allowed to reopen if they if they can do at home or curbside deliveries i don't know what yeah so people won't be allowed inside stores or businesses hmm. i don't know that's kind of weird wednesday though um hospitals and doctor's offices can start back to these um elective elective surgeries yeah yeah yep so slowly but surely. So you can have your nose done that you've been waiting for for. I told you let's not talk uh, about I'm that sorry. on the air. I, I oh my gosh! <laughs> you just betrayed my confidence on the air about my impending nose job. Yeah, sorry, I, sir. I apologize. I forgot. Wow. I forgot for a minute. When are you gonna get those earlobes reshaped? <laughs> you've been waiting on that, haven't you? Dude, I have. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Okay. And then uh, Jeffy's stomach staple is happening. I think this week. So. Well, I mean, that's <clears throat> a doctor's office is gonna have a have to have a month's worth of openings <laughs> on the schedule to take care of that. Yep. All right. <laughs> but you know, but Cuomo's talking about like, what has he done? What is he kept going back and forth between like, oh, what do you want me to say? Thank you for all the stuff that you've done, which is is a, is a lot, right? As and, he's admitted and then he before. Says, but what have you done? Right. And and I, I don't know. Um, it just it, it's it's ridiculous how governors like Cuomo are trying to have it both ways. Right. And then he lashes out. And I love how he reacts. That that reporter could have been completely fabricating that tweet. He just he has been waiting for mm-hmm. a reason to pounce, and so the reporter, and he got one there. reporter finally gave him an opening. He, he didn't even one. go and verify if that tweet had happened. Yeah, I lo- I love how the the governors who have the two worst problems maybe in America, based on their population and and their death toll and the amount of people with the, with the virus, New York and Michigan are the two states where their Democrat governors are all of a sudden. Out of control, popular. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan and uh, Andrew Cuomo in New York. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. 
You've done a terrible job. Yeah. Why are you so popular now? Because you're in front of the public every day saying That's that weird. You're, you're doing a terrible job? And isn't that also showing that these draconian measures mm-hmm. to keep people in their homes is not working? working? Right. That's what I think. Not working. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed. Just saw Stu in the hallway getting ready for the show he's about to do uh, with somebody. Yeah, what show was that? I can't remember huh. right now. Glenn Beek? Uh, something no, like that? Not familiar. No? no? Okay. Uh, anyway, he's psyched, as we are, about the NFL draft on Thursday night with owners at their homes <laughs> and Roger Goodell in his basement. So... I can't. I can't wait to see what this looks like. I mean, congratulations though uh, to Roger Goodell. Going to be the big winner of this. Um, not going to be booed audibly. Yeah. Hell so. yeah. For the first time in a, maybe his entire career, he won't be booed at the NFL draft. So there you go. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> well, actually, it will actually be cheering him because it's something to do with sports. Yeah. No kidding. During this uh, lockdown. Yeah, and, and congratulations to the NFL for going ahead with this because mm-hmm. they could have been, they could have been cajoled into doing what everybody else is doing, and we're okay. Yeah, it just can't be done. We're not going to do it right now. We're gonna, we're gonna do the draft in August. You, you, they could have done that, or we're gonna do the draft in September. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. Aren't these players supposed to be part of the team by then? Right. Yeah. I'm really. I'm getting very nervous about the season. Mm-hmm. I'm quite concerned. Well, first of all, <clears throat> uh, on the draft, mm-hmm. since we get up so early and it's a weeknight, my goodness, um, I actually benefit from my team being so bad in that they pick 16. Still would like uh, Thomas Dimitrov to trade up so that I can get to bed I would think early. this thing will happen fast, though, because <laughs> they, they won't be able to screw around that much. But the Packers pick 30th, man. Uh, you're going to be rolling in here. Yeah, on like minutes of sleep, blurry eyed. <laughs> but uh, you, uh, there's some concern, and maybe we'll get to this later. But more sports figures are talking about how I don't know there may not be a, a baseball season this year. Yeah, baseball seems to be the one everybody's. Okay, y'all need to out. stop talking. Yeah, I'm so tired of these naysayers. They can do yeah. this in Arizona or Florida. They've got plenty of stadiums. They've got plenty of hotel rooms, both in Phoenix and uh, wherever they want to play this, in Florida, just about. But Phoenix would be ideal. It's hot. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that you know t- tamps down the virus a little bit. They've got plenty of hotel rooms. They've got plenty of stadiums because they've got the... Not only do they have uh, an MLB baseball team in town that plays in a stadium there, they have all the training camp sites mm-hmm. where they have MLB-ready stadiums there. Yeah, they're Plus, talking, yeah. There's, no, there's not going to be any fans. They're talking about instead of an American League and a National League, there would be 15 teams in Arizona and 15 teams in Florida. In fact, That's cool. my Atlanta Braves would Fun. be in a division with four American League teams. Uh, but whatever, man. It'd be I a just weird want to play. Year, but j- it'd be, a, but you'd get, you'd get baseball done. But that yeah, would be fun. I mean, the latest uh, is Chipper Jones saying, "I just don't see how they can make it happen." Shut you know? up, Chipper. All right, I'm so tired of this, and especially since you're already retired. Yeah, shut up. I'm sorry. That's a one less year people can chase your records, I guess. But no, uh, Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> on the other hand, saying that, "Ah, oh, yeah, we're, I think we're going to get hockey and other sports June, July, August." 
Uh, he thinks they're going to finish the season? Yeah, he's making it sound like hockey wow. will take care of its last three months then. Yeah, so. Wow. Here's hoping. I'd be kind of surprised, but good. I mean, I hope so. Hope so. Uh, Parts Guy 22 tweets. Goes to show how, oh, this is about the Bill Maher. A lot of comments on the <laughs> Bill Maher beatdown by, by Dan Crenshaw. Wow, man. Uh, goes to show how well Bill Maher does without a live studio audience of clapping sycophants. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Swank Think tweets, please tell me they put a parental advisory label on the video of that exchange between Dan Crenshaw and Bill Maher. <laughs> Children need not be exposed to a beatdown so vicious. <laughs> uh, DePunchy, never forget Bill Maher wanted the economy to crash regardless of who it hurt, as long as it meant Trump wouldn't be reelected. Sherry tweets, Bill Maher, facial expressions after Dan Crenshaw annihilation was priceless, tongue-tied. B to Bodine, I haven't <laughs> seen him. Look at his face, look at that, Rob's got a picture. Uh, uh, his heart. <laughs> B to Bodine tweets, I haven't seen a beatdown like that since Bernie Sanders went against that speed bag. <laughs> That's right. Uh, not three times, it's in the thing, uh, tweets. Mar saying, I'm all out of time, is the equivalent of a kid saying, I'd fight you, but my mom is calling me for supper. <laughs> <laughs> she also said, I, I can't fight in my in my school clothes. I'm getting trouble. Uh-huh. Uh, bat out of woo hell. <laughs> Joe Biden is about as sharp as a bowling ball. Oh, yeah. Let's remind um, uh, everybody you know, of that. There's a, uh, during World War Two, uh, you know, where Roosevelt came up with a thing, uh, a thing that, uh, that uh, you know was you totally know, different than totally different. a than the, the it's called the, he called it the you know the, the you know, World War Two. He had the uh, war the, the, the war production board. Uh, <laughs> Get there faster. Uh, okay, it takes him twenty seconds to say the war production board. I can't. Write it down, Joe. <laughs> Make it stop. I mean, can, can you not write it down? Oh. If you know you're going to go there. And he does, because they've told him what they want to talk about ahead of time. So just write it down, for the love of heaven. <laughs> write it down. Oh, wow, boy. Brian Joe. Moore tweets, can anyone imagine Joe Biden negotiating with foreign leaders? Oh, my gosh. It's painful watching him form a thought. Social distancing ghost? From <laughs> Indonesia just this that morning. That was fast. Really fast. Yeah, that was just this morning. Dr. Phil was smart. To not mention how many people die from the Clinton list. Oh, I mean, that that's where Bill Maher would have run out of time. <laughs> Got somebody on there trying to go through that. Man. Just the bodyguards who've died. Uh, for, I mean, forget about it. It's like, that's a long list. It's a really Wait a minute. Long this list. is a great opportunity for the Clintons to go back and reclassify these deaths as COVID-19 oh, co- deaths. Right? COVID, uh, they all died from COVID-19. <laughs> Every one of them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. At Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Deplorable Gary T tweets, It's crazy here in upstate New York. Yesterday I was not allowed inside a building, even with a mask, to complete a transaction. I was told I had to give the person my debit 
and the pin number if I wanted to do the transaction. Whoa. Right. Whoa. Oh, yeah, that's, that's sure. Cute. That's cute. Not a problem. Let me do that. Treating all customers this way from what I saw. Wow. Let me consult Cardinal Tobin tweets. <laughs> uh, when you have to coordinate with five or six other states to reopen, that's not saying much for your governing skills. <laughs> Amy, what's her face? Uh, the same people discrediting Dr. Phil for fudging a number are planning to vote for a presidential candidate who can't speak coherently. That's mm. for sure. Proud Mr. Graybeard. New York has so many cases because the federal funding is linked to how many cases a state has. How else is a bad government going to make up for their $6.1 billion deficit? Wow, yeah. <clears throat> That's nothing. $6.1 billion? Wait till it gets to a trillion every state. Then call me. Every state has a trillion-dollar deficit. That's when Montana has a trillion-dollar deficit. That's when we're on to something, okay? <laughs> That's when we're really in debt. We're not in debt right now. Um, some of the amazing uh, lengths governments have gone to to keep people inside their homes has been just unbelievable. I mean, really crazy. Un-American, if I may be so bold as to say it. And I may. I just may. (laughs) For instance, in Los Angeles, they just filled up the Venice Skate Park with 37 tons of sand to stop kids from skateboarding. I mean, seriously, stop. A, the kids, kids really aren't getting this in gigantic numbers. And when they do get it, it's usually mild from what I understand. Um, And so, I don't know. Can you not let them go out and do something? I guess not. Um, But check this out. In in Venice, California, uh, this is the length they've gone to in order to uh, keep the kids. Do we have a photo or a video? Video there. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it goes a little something. not like this, but there it is. There, hey, oh, right there, why, right there. Why are they doing this? I don't understand. I mean, because it's going to take forever to get this mm-hmm. sand out of there. <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a nightmare to try to do this. Uh, and they seriously. dumped it all in there. Put it's, some yellow tape. Hire a security guard if you're that adamant about keeping kids out of there. That's really and call it done. That's uncool. And so, what did the kids do? They swept out the oh, really? little paths. <laughs> <laughs> swept out little paths to the jumps and still did it anyway. And they still went. Good for them. Yeah. This, I think is, so getting, too. this is so ridiculous, it's just, man. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Uh, also, people are really starting to get fed up with this stuff. They're, they're starting to realize this is America and you can't be doing this to us. Okay? We need to get back to work. I need to be able to... Put food on on my family's table. I need to be able to pay the rent or the mortgage. I need to be able to buy groceries. Do you mind? <laughs> so there's protesters all over America that are coming out in droves now. And last week during the governor's press conference <laughs> in Kentucky, Governor Bashir in Kentucky, Andy Bashir, <laughs> yeah, who's been an absolute nightmare during this, just an absolute douchebag. Yeah, you could hear the protesters out there tell, telling him. 
they want to get back to work. Listen to this. So this is about the Louisville partnership we announced. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> about the overall work. numbers, but yes, healthcare workers and wow. all the major hospital systems. By the way, the voice you hear on the bullhorn uh, first. Uh, the goal there is, uh, is a listener of this sure program. When people come uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, really? Erica Callahan is on the bullhorn. Uh, I love that. that. Taking care of them don't have it. <laughs> She said they found an open window at the Capitol building, and that's where they concentrated their efforts while the man's doing this little press conference. That's genius. So that is funny. great. I was wondering why you could hear it so well. I thought, wow, those are thin walls yeah. at the Capitol. <laughs> nice job, Erica. That guy is, I mean, I hope you're happy you got rid of Matt Bevin, Kentucky, because uh, good luck with this freaking guy. Unbelievable. Then... Um, we've got some uh, video of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer yeah. explaining why abortions are still happening in that state. So we've shut down, you know, restaurants and gyms, and you can't really go anywhere or do anything except <laughs> yeah. if you want an end end a baby's life, you right. can absolutely. I do mean, that. it's essential. You know, right? That's an essential service. Obviously, yeah. you've got to. I do think that. she's doing an interview with uh, mm-hmm. on the. The show that uh, David Axelrod does. Okay. And so here's her uh, response. As we speak uh, in Texas and a couple of other states, I think Ohio may be another, uh, the, the state has asked to suspend abortion services uh, as part of this COVID-19 protocol. Uh, this is probably going to go to the Supreme Court. What, what, what is your reaction to that? You're a governor. You have to make these decisions as well. There are other procedures that have been suspended. You know, we we stopped elective surgeries here in Michigan. And some people have tried to say that that type of a um, procedure is considered the same. And that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, a woman's health care, oh her gosh. whole future, her d- ability to it's decide if and when she starts a family is is um, not an mm-hmm. election. It is a fundamental to her life. Uh, it is life sustaining. And it's um, something that wait, um, government should not be wow. getting in the, in the middle of. I, I'm sorry. That's the opposite of life sustaining. That's life taking. I mean, I'm not good at math, but it seems like uh, that's the exact opposite. It's like you're, you're subtracting wow. one, not adding one. Life sustaining. Wow. Uh, she she's nuts. I I mean this Gretchen Whitmer situation in Michigan, and again, she has one of the worst situations in America. Other than New York, Michigan has to be the worst as far as per capita uh, people who are infected. New York has two hundred forty-seven thousand two hundred fifteen people infected, eighteen thousand two hundred ninety-eight dead. But they've got, I don't know, 20 million people. Michigan, 31,424 and 2,391 deaths. They have the third most deaths in the United States of America. What is the population of Michigan? Mm. It's, I don't know. Michigan, the state. 8 million? Yeah, the, the state where Nine you're not million. allowed to, to travel from one home directly to another <clears throat> Without, you can't even. I mean, I'm not gonna make any stops on the way. I'm just driving from one home to the other one. A lot of people are saying, and they're this. both your homes. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. Right. You can't plant. You can't do gardening. I mean, it's ten. Okay, ten million people. We'll say because it's nine point nine eight seven. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Ten million people, and the infected in uh, Michigan again is 
31,424. To give you an idea, Texas has about three times that population, and we have 19,000 infected. Okay. And I we're, mean, we're allowed to drive from home to home. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing a terrible job. It's about as bad as you can get in the United States of America. How is it possible that she's more popular than when this started? She's completely screwed this up. Bizarre. I don't I don't get it. I really don't get it. You know, when you talk about uh per capita and you see California with 31,000 infected compared to 247,000 in New York with less than half the population of California. Uh you might think, okay, well Governor Newsom, who is a Democrat, has done an okay job. He's done a better job than uh, than Cuomo has. Mm-hmm. A better job than Gretchen Whitmer has. And he's, of course, I guess he's fairly popular right now, too. He's got like 80% approval. Uh, and in, in we should look up the, the approval rating of Governor Abbott because that guy has done a better job as governor of this state since he's been elected than any governor I've ever known in any state during my lifetime. Hmm. The guy's just fantastic. Uh, 888-933-93. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, the governor of uh, Pennsylvania uh, throwing around the, the term new normal. Yeah, somebody sent me this uh, <laughs> resident of Pennsylvania where Tom Wolf is the governor. He has a He's really been enjoying that phrase. Because he, he's trying to tell us that life is going to be completely different <laughs> from now on. That's what, that's what he's trying to announce here. Listen to this. The second stage will be a transitional one as well. It will take us from where we are now to the new normal that we'll face to down the, the road. New normal, okay. And finally, what is the third stage is that new normal. And oh, <laughs> Okay, the, so the second stage is what takes us to the new normal, and the third stage is the new normal. <laughs> and what is the new normal? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm yeah. not sure what the new normal no, is. No, we got another clip here. Look, we will need time to develop vaccines. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we will all need time to rebuild our lives and mm-hmm. our communities in ways that conform to the new altered normal. I, there it is again. Oh, okay. The new altered normal, the new normal. I don't like that. No, I don't either. I mean, I, understandably, yes, there's going to be some things that are going to change that we're not going to get back. And we've talked be about making out with as many strangers as you used to. You know, just people that you see at the grocery store just start tongue kissing them. We probably won't do that as much as we once did. So wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want the small talk at the cash register. Right. But the making out with strangers. Yeah, is it's got to cool? stop. It's got to. Well, I mean, it should decrease a little bit at least. <laughs> Less of that. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do less tongue kissing of strangers. Okay, noted. That's the new normal. That's I'm new... sorry, it's altered life. You're going to have to deal with Not in my America. <laughs> Governor Wolf. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> I'll make out with whomever I want yeah. whenever I see them. And see, I, I like you know, we've said that things are going to change. Yes. We we know yeah, that. Yeah, we have. But yes. I, don't, I don't need this this uh this new normal far thing from left the... government mm-hmm. official. Mhm. Throwing that phrase around so freely because his new normal is going to be different than our new normal. That's for sure. And I don't like that. Yeah, uh, that's me too. Mm. Same here. Same to you, but twice as much more of it. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? I'm rubber, you're glue. It bounces <laughs> off of me, sticks to you. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names, 
well, they hurt me even more. Oh, that's the new normal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's I didn't see that one normal. coming, and then I realized, oh that's, crap, it's the new normal that well, Governor Wolf told us about. Yeah, actually, it happened before Governor Wolf, oh. but uh, it's been a new normal for what ten years at least, fifteen. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to see Kellyanne Conway, too. She uh, lets a reporter have a little piece of her mind here. That's One of the things you don't have to worry about with Kellyanne Conway is that she's going to be mousy when she's being asked. She's, she's not exactly shy and retiring. No, no, no. Here she is. Diversify the council the president is tapping into. The president has calls on his schedule. I don't know if you checked his schedule yet today, but he has four calls with uh, those uh, sectors, even today, uh, mm-hmm. banking, healthcare, technology, sports, uh, quite, a, quite a number of them. So he's starting, just announced them last night, started just today. I think that list is probably less exhaustive than it is illustrative, and there will be other people raising their hand and saying, how can I help? Um, we don't pick who the heads of the sports commission leagues and CEOs of companies are who want to help. Uh, good point. <laughs> and uh, pause it for a sec. What is she saying? Do you know what she's uh, saying to her there? I don't know. It's the really audio, hard to hear. The the... It was dubbed in. Not so clear there. But she's saying that um, the reporter saying, you know, uh, these are all white guys. Right. Um, why isn't this more diverse? And um, Kellyanne's comment is, we're, we're meeting with the heads of these businesses, these industries that we're trying to get back online. Right. We don't choose the heads yeah. of the businesses, but shouldn't moron. It, shouldn't it be more diverse? Oh, and then she continued. All right, let's see the rest. I actually don't know what's happened to you, respectfully. I don't know why you've, you've changed and you're in the briefing room screaming at Anthony Fauci and the President of the United States. Um, I frankly think it's unbecoming. But that but that aside, I'll answer the question about nice. how they're going to help America, which is why I'm here. I, I think you're here for a different reason, it seems, these days. I'm here nice. and the council has stepped up because they want to help Americans, 17 million of whom have claimed unemployment, wow. um, many more who are claiming unemployment insurance, I believe. You've got three million, excuse me, about a third of renters who didn't pay their rent last month because they couldn't. You've got people whose financial circumstances change like that, and we're trying to help them. Wow. So who is the reporter she's talking to because she's disappointed in her? You know, the reporter has changed. Hmm. I'll try to find that So I don't know who that is because usually those White House... Paul Reed from CBS. Huh. (laughs) Okay. So Paula Reed was... Maybe at one point reasonable and has I turned guess. a little bit. I don't know. I mean, she works for CBS. Yeah. Had another shining moment uh, over the weekend. A different reporter in with President Trump during the uh, press conference. I don't know if you wanted to Yeah, play let's that. see that too. Same thing about you, that you should have warned them the virus was spreading like wildfire through the month of February instead of holding rallies with thousands of people. Why did you wait so long who are you to with? warn who, them? Who are you with? And why did you yeah. uh, not have social distancing until March 16th? Who are you with? I'm Weijia Jang with CBS News. So if you look at what I did in terms of cutting off or banning China from coming in. Chinese nationals. But by the way, not Americans who are also nice and easy. Nice and easy. Just relax. Just relax. Pause it for a sec. Pause it. Would you have liked us to cut off Americans in China? And would you have been fine with that? If we would have said, look, nobody can come back home from China. If you're in China and you're a U.S. citizen, sorry, 
You're going to have to die there because mm-hmm. you're not coming back here. <laughs> what would they have done? What would she have said to the president of the United States? Wow, yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see the rest. People were amazed. These gentlemen, everybody was amazed that I did it. We had 21 people in a room. Everybody was against it but me. Dr. Fauci said, had I not done that, perhaps tens of thousands and maybe much more than that, people would have died. Mm-hmm. I was very early, mm-hmm. very, very early. And we just saw you <laughs> saw Brett Baer making a statement. They had a debate well into February and not even mentioned. It wasn't even mentioned. The Democrats. Mm-hmm. We were very early. Oh, I'm, I'm the president. And, and you know what I just did? So and you know what I just. And by the way, when you issued the ban, wow. the really virus rude. was already wow. here. OK. And you know how many people when I issued the ban? How many cases of virus were in the United States when I issued the ban? Do you know the number? There was no, no. How many cases? Remember, I said one person. How many cases were here when I issued the ban? I hope you know. No, no, no. You have to do your research. How many? B- I did my research. On the 23rd of March, you said you knew this was going to be a pandemic. Can I tell you what? Well I did know it. I did know it. All I have to do is look. So you knew let, it all, anybody knew it. Just, are you ready? How many cases were in the United States when I did my ban? How many? How many people had Not died in the United States? So do you acknowledge that you didn't think? Keep your voice down, please. How many? How many? How many cases were in the United States? Mm. I did a ban where I'm closing up the entire country. How many people died? And that's a fair point. How many people died in the United States? And yet I closed up the country and. I believe there were no deaths, zero deaths at the time I closed up the country. Nobody was there. And you should say thank you very much for good judgment. Go ahead. <laughs> That's there for sure. Yeah. We should we should look into that because he closed up the when did we announce the the January cl- closure of America? Oh, that March was it eleventh? I think March eleventh, the Wednesday 13, night, something yeah, was, somewhere in there. Yeah, it was March eleventh. Yeah, it was a Wednesday night. Yeah, uh, we should we should go back and look at how many infections there were because it, it okay. wasn't very many. Yeah, and 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 she was trying to make the case that <clears throat> throughout the month of February you did absolutely nothing. Right, you know they, you weren't they doing keep anything. Doing that to him, they and keep so over and over and over they do that. And he pointed out that on January thirty first he stopped the travel from China. Well, um, over the Daily Wire, Ryan Savita, a great reporter there, listed. Here are all the things that Trump did in the month of February. Remember this? He tried to get the CDC over into China. Yeah. And China was like, and no, said, no, no, you're not coming no, in we here. Don't, we don't need you. It's like it's like my kids, you know, like their room is destroyed. And I'm like, I'd like to come in there and check and take a look at the, how's that cleanup coming in there? No, oh, no, don't come in here. So that's how China mm-hmm. handled that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Trump uh, spoke about it in the State of the Union speech. So he, he addressed it there. Um, he briefed lawmakers and governors on the situation. Uh, the CDC started shipping those tests, remember? And there was a delay in those, as we've learned, because there was uh, a contamination. Had, yeah, it was, yep, contaminated. At the CDC. Um, Trump authorized certified labs to develop testing, expanded travel restrictions, and... Why didn't Trump clean out that CDC lab so there was no con- contamination? Uh-huh. Why didn't he do that? Why didn't he just go down there himself? Yeah, that's what I mean. Why mm-hmm. wasn't he there? And Mike Pence... Donald Trump and Mike Pence should have been there with some disinfectant. By the way, do you know they're going to start spraying disinfectant in cities in Spain? They're already doing it in China. They're doing it in Italy. And they expect us to be doing it very soon. Oh, like from planes? From the air. From oh, planes yeah. and from drones and from little robot vehicles that go through neighborhoods <laughs> and spray disinfectant all over the place. No. be interesting to see if that works. I No. Kind of like they they would do for insecticide. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing so for this. What, what are we crops now? Yep, Ugh. we're crops of people. Yep. So, 
All right. Let's finish off the show with something fun. Okay. You oh. know, there's there's been scant little sports to report on. Uh, and it's been a really tough time. Uh, every day I check multiple times for stories that I can gobble up. Uh, gobble up? Yeah, I gobble them up. You I don't, don't gobble them down. Hmm. I gobble them up. Very well. Like when you go and you say, I could just eat that up. Do you say I'm going to eat that down? No, you don't. No, you don't. Nope. <laughs> so I maintain <laughs> gobble up is appropriate. Uh, uh, but there's because there are no sports, people are making stuff up. Like this uh, mascot bracket, the NCAA mascot bracket championship. <laughs> At first, didn't even feature Cosmo the Cougar from BYU. Oh, wow. Or the Western Kentucky mascot. The Hilltoppers. Yeah. The, Whatever he is. Big Red, I think. I don't know. He's like a red grimace. I don't even know what that thing is. Nobody does. Or why. <laughs> but they both uh, were excluded from the original bracket, and then I think there was a lot of pushback from people, and so they included them both. And they were both 16 seeds in this tournament of 64 mascots. And they wound up in the championship together. <laughs> and uh, the polls have closed. This happened mid to late last week. Okay. But due to suspicion of voter fraud, oh, no. an investigation was underway. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. College so BYU was in the lead, XM. 51 to 49. Yeah. And then they closed down the voting. Closed down the voting because I think there was a, there was a fan on a message board for BYU that said, hey, here's how you can get past voting once. And they gave some instructions. Oh. But the investigation ensued. The championship was determined. And it did go to Cosmo Cougar from BYU. The national champion. Are you proud? Of the, I'm so proud. You're proud, right? right? I'm just yeah. bursting with pride. Wow, wow. See, um, I voted in the... Um, the, like the greatest college football team of all time, and it came down to the greatest team of all time. Yeah, so the '95 Huskers obviously uh, is would that be team. in that. Okay, but they they how many? I mean, the, is this just Nebraska teams or did no, they no, have, no? This is all. So you time. could do Miami. Yeah, and that BYU was one of the team from 1984, which you would naturally gravitate to immediately. Yeah, first round exit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was the '95 Huskers who win every year in one of these polls. Yeah. But they went up against the 2019 LSU Tigers. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, and not so much. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, LSU mm. did win 51 to 49 in that one. Uh, Close. Yeah. So. Close. Nebraska blew up. That's a pretty good. I'm surprised I didn't see that because I would have voted in that. Yahoo Sports app is a fun thing, especially during this time. Yeah, I got to get that. Mm -hmm. I got to get that. Yeah. All right. We didn't have time for the Caliendo thing. Uh, Uh, That'll keep. Doing another announcer deal uh, (laughs) with a bunch of nuns playing basketball. It's good. Good stuff. We'll get to that tomorrow. And. there's going to be all kinds of other stuff. That yeah. Some of it will make your eyes bleed. Yeah, there's a funny video that you uh, I, you sent this weekend for us. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, the Datasaurus. <laughs> yeah, oh, you won't believe that tomorrow. Plus, the Land of Lakes Indian removed from all the butter packaging. Mm. Get to that tomorrow.